It's debate night, but we're not in Milwaukee. Mr. President, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Why are you at the Fox News debate tonight in Milwaukee? Well, you know, a lot of people have been asking me that, and many people said you shouldn't do them, but you see the polls have come out, and I'm leading by 50 and 60 points. And, you know, some of them are at one and zero and uh, two. And I'm saying, do I sit there for an hour or two hours, whatever it's going to be, and uh, get harassed by people that my nigga. shouldn't even be running for president? <laughs> uh, I'm a network that isn't particularly friendly to me. Frankly. You know, they, uh, they were backing Ron to sanctimonious like crazy, and now they've given up on him. I mean, he's, it's a lost cause. Oh, it reminded me very much of 2016. You know, in 2016, I went through the same stuff and had to fight them all the way. And then they became very friendly after I won or just about when I was winning. But I just felt it would be uh, more appropriate not to do the debate. I don't think it's uh, right to do it. Uh, if you're leading by 50, 60, I have one problem leading by 70 points. And I'm saying, why am I doing it? And I'm going to have eight people, 10 people, whoever made the debate. I don't know how many it is, but I'm going to have all these people screaming at me, shouting questions at me all of which I love answering, I love doing, but it doesn't make sense to do them. So uh, I've taken a pass, as it's, you probably noticed. Oh, I, I, did. <laughs> <laughs> I got indicted four times. All trivia, nonsense, bull****. It's all bull****. Gangster. It's horrible when you look and, and you look at what they're doing. The winner? I say, uh, I tweeted this out last night, was not in the room. Former President Trump uh, had to be the winner because in my view, nobody changed the game last night. While some did well, some did less well, nobody had the huge knockout blow that would have elevated them to anywhere near striking distance of Trump. Today, Trump is preparing to head to Georgia where he is expected to surrender at the Fulton County Jail on felony charges connected to the last presidential election. We expect him to do it later in the day. They're saying it's going to be a prime time appearance. We do expect to see a mugshot, at least as of now. It's ridiculous. It's absurd. You do not need a mugshot of Donald Trump. The mugshot is so that you- Look, man, I already saw the motherfucking mugshot Nigga look like a stone cold gangster, man. Donald Trump. This nigga got the mugshot, the the mean mug on the mugshot, infamous. I want a t-shirt with Donald Trump's mugshot. And people will say, well, if you support Trump, why would you want a shirt of his mugshot? Because that's only going to bring more votes. That's, I mean, come on, man. Let's be real have something you can show if he absconds you can post it on the fbi's most wanted list he's literally the most famous man in the world stop with the mugshot nonsense just makes you look like even more harsh partisans than you already are down there it makes trump more famous those who are going after him no can't handle the truth. CNN can't handle the truth. On 9-11, what I've said is that the government lied. And this is incontrovertible evidence, Caitlin. The government lied about Saudi Arabia's involvement. It was a Saudi intelligence agent that received two of those terrorists that crashed planes on 9-11, killing Americans. But the Americans question was, is 9-11 an inside job? And, and you didn't say no. It leaves the door open. And someone who's Caitlin, a 9-11 truther looks at that and says, that that's exactly lies. what I believe. You that think the government's a, lying about 9-11? I think the government has systematically and for a very long time lied about 9-11. And I think I'm what the only president exactly who has told us the truth. Saudi Arabia's involvement. 
Saudi Arabia absolutely was involved, and our government for 20 years lied to the American people about there it. There was an entire 9-11 commission fact, report actually. on this. Yes, and it will, and it lied, and it was false. The government did lie and hide evidence about 9-11. That is a fact. is a disclaimer the crimson capsule chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended this podcast is from a red pill perspective you go hard on oh, for so you can understand their oh, nature my. again listen at your own discretion oh, thank you and enjoy my 
poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. It's Friday. I'm a little late. It's actually 12.07 p.m. I woke up this morning, realized that it was raining at first, but now the weather's starting to clear out a bit, so I might be able to skate around town today, get a better feel of the board, because I haven't really actually skateboarded in quite some time, man. I, I haven't even ollied. I haven't ollied in like two years. I, I'll put it to y'all like that. Uh, I don't even want to talk about gaps, stairs. I haven't jumped a a stair set in over five years. So I don't know if I still got it. So I'm going to find out. But anyway, it's Friday. I'm off of work. And uh, if you guys couldn't tell, I'm back. With another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. <laughs> oh my God. <coughs> oh. All right, I'm putting this blunt out. I'm putting this blunt out. I am putting this blunt out. All right, it is out. I am smoking on some icy treats. Pause, because that sounds crazy. I'm smoking on some icy treats from Find. Find is also my favorite company when it comes to pre-rolls. This time I have flour, seven grams. I got about seven more grams in the house. I got about 15 plus THC pills. I also have, so I got a fucking mini dispensary right now, nigga, right? Also have a bunch of, oh, here we go. I got the Select Squeeze, all right? This is a THC Nano Drops, and um, this will fuck you up real good. I was, I was, I was fucking with this at the job. I wasn't smoking much. I was actually smoking like one joint a day when I would go to work. And last week was really good because I was able to uh, I was able to record a lot of episodes early in the morning, even though like yesterday, for example, it was only 30 minutes, but 30 minutes was enough with what I needed to talk about. So I'm able to do that. Smoke like half a joint, <coughs> put the joint out. I'll either take like two, I'll take one THC pill or two THC pills until my break at 12 31 o'clock. And that's when I'll do the episode. Smoke the other half of the joint already fried, fucked up from earlier that day. But I was able to do what was necessary morning, afternoon, and night. Morning episode yesterday, 30 minutes. Afternoon episode, I believe, was like 50-something. And then the night show was an hour and 30 minutes. We're we're going to try to keep things at an hour and 30-minute time limit. 
that way, if I have anything left over, I can just, you know, map out another episode. There was times, <clears throat> and I used to do this a lot, I would finish an episode and still have another video and just record another episode and just save that for later on. But today, I think we're going to keep it old school. It's funny because I was talking about how the clouds were clearing up and it looked like the clouds are coming back. So let's just try to get through an episode without rain. Although I did episodes in the rain before, I was only nervous for the uh, sound quality, which it was pouring when I did one episode and the audio didn't really pick much up. I mean, you can hear drops here and there, but no big issue. I just rather not record while it's raining, but it is what it is, man. The show literally must go on. And, uh, I had this video that I wanted to go through. I have a lot of videos for today, tomorrow, and possibly Sunday, really. So we're going to see what we have on this episode. We're going to go through Kendall reacts K E N D E L. So K E N. Yeah. Just one L. Oh, yeah, K-E-N-D-E-L, Kendall Reacts. And this video is called DC Resonance Outraged over, quote, food desert, end quote, because of giant food. I don't know. We'll get into it. Let's just start it. Let's not waste any time. Um... 14, close to 15 minute video, enough things to go through. Trust me. Let's get it. With the DC National Guard. And while I have to have more conversations with the chief police, which I have today, and the mayor, and my colleagues, we have a long way to get there. We just know that police alone is not getting it done. Because I'm afraid to be out at night in the same community I was born and raised in. And we need all the, when I was growing up, they said it took a village. Where my village? Where my village? Where my, Where my queens? What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what in the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Yo, man, like, I hate to say it, walking, breathing contradictions, walking, breathing stereotypes. Now they compute they y'all <clears throat> y'all technically black folk <clears throat> in Chicago y'all know how liberal dem, uh, you know how liberal and de- uh, democratic Chicago is especially in the black communities y'all keep looking for white man for white massa to save you and your communities when these people step in and and, and do some harsh enforcements. Then y'all want to step back. Oh, y'all doing too much? Nah. Uh Uh-uh. Y'all grew up in these communities. If y'all grew up in these communities, then y'all would know who to go to when handling problems in the community. But no, we talking about Chirac. Chirac. Kings! Where are you? Kings! 
We're the queens. Guys, we need you. Negative. Thank you. And Negative. say my son's name, Bernard Hodges. Oh, Lord. We know what we're dealing with. BLM. This is BLM. Say such and such name. We talked about this before, connecting uh, BLM to witchcraft. Y'all should check that episode out. That should have been realistically the top episode listened to. But hey, I'm not. I ain't complaining. Y'all, y'all listeners. So. But yeah, I talked about this before. Um, they uh, they dwell into spirit worship. Right. And they believe by carrying the dead person's name with you, you carry their spirit and you carry their energy. Very demonic type of behavior, by the way. As you all know him as BJ, he will live on. He will live on. I would love to see the recreation center name in his honor. How narcissistic, how selfish. Who was this person? Was they were they a freedom fighter? Were they fighting for the people? Who is this individual? See, this is the problem with BLM. I don't give a fuck who these niggas are. Y'all ain't telling me who the fuck I'm supporting, who I ain't supporting. I'm a nigga, nigga, so I can I can support whoever the fuck I choose to support. You ain't gonna tell me to support somebody because they dead. How they die? <clears throat> what fuckery was he involved in? I'm black. I can say this shit. I'll be damned. What fuckery was? What neighborhood he was from? What posse was he with? What set was he with? What crew was he rolling with? Come on, man. Stop it. Cut it out. Bernard Hodges. Jesus. Thank you. As you just heard it, dear people, I said it. I called it. If you go back and look at my first reaction to the Walmart closing and shoplifting. Ah. I think the first one was in, I think it was in Poland. Ah. Hey, yo, I hold up. And if y'all get a chance. <laughs> wow. Kendall reacts, does a video that I could not go through on the podcast. It would have to be video format and I would have to break down the entire situation. Niggas is looting Walmarts. Niggas is looting the grocery stores. I see niggas going through um, this blacks I'm talking about. I'm black, so I can say it. I see niggas ransacking uh, the Gucci store somewhere. I think it was like Atlanta or some shit, you know. Shout out to the niggas in the ATL. But y'all niggas been wild. Y'all been wild out. Fuck y'all talking about. Niggas been uh, flash mob. They got flash mob niggas, but they steal. So it's like, imagine imagine you working at a high-end retail store. Only thing you used to seeing is upper middle class white folk. You ain't used, you see a couple of flashy blacks. They going into the Gucci store to buy a belt. They go in a Gucci store. Like, they buy stupid shit. They ain't buying really nothing. They go in there to buy a belt or whatever. You just minding your business. You buy the front. You may got you may got 30, 45, maybe even 15 minutes before you leave or before you go on break, right? All of a sudden, you see a group of niggas run into the store. They all got bags open. They run in with bags open. They're, everything is going into the bags. They're running out. They got security trying to shake and move them. They're, they're breaking them. These niggas, Madden players. You can tell they play Madden. I'm black. You can tell they play Madden. Hit it with the juke. 
You know what I mean? Spin move on him. <sighs> Kept running. I mean, I'm not glorifying this shit, but you know, these are some athletic people. You ain't having no fat niggas stealing because they ain't they ain't spinning and moving. They ain't running too far. You stick your leg out in front of them, you caught them. Game over. These other guys, nah, these niggas is athletic. They 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 hopping over fences. They are athletes, criminal athletes. These niggas that go on to Walmart, they ain't diabetic. They don't got high blood pressure. They don't got heart disease. How them niggas is running? What the? Y'all belong on a fucking racetrack somewhere, nigga. On a on a goddamn uh, a football field. What the fuck are you doing? Ramsacking Gucci. Out of all places, Gucci. You know how they feel about niggas. Guineas, Italians and shit. You know how they feel about niggas. <laughs> and the one in Chicago. I forget the other one. But if you guys go back and look at my coverage over it, I said it in the video. Why had they allowing all of this to happen? And I said it. That's actually that's it. It takes a village. I don't too much believe in the kings and queens stuff that she said, but I agree with you. You just take a village, right? Fuck all that shit. It don't take a village. It takes a mother and a father to stay together and raise their children. Fuck that whole king, queen, mother, goddess bullshit. That what it takes for a young boy to become a man. For a young girl to become a true woman is the guidance of both mother and father. If you were to run a motherfucking yo look, if you were <laughs> if you were to run a survey, all them niggas that was out there ransack, uh, ransacking, taking everything. Do they have fathers? Do they have fathers? Do they have fathers? Do they have fathers? Ask all these people if they have fathers. About 95% of them niggas is going to say, no, dead, incarcerated, injured. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Mama ain't shit. So the mom prevent the dad from being the proper role model to the son. The streets replaces the father. They are entangled with the environment of the streets that don't give a fuck about them. Here today, gone tomorrow, still the same street. Everything, everything, everything remains the same, right? Uh, everything, everything for some reason is, um, everything just goes on. Nobody gives a fuck. Niggas get locked up. Niggas get shot. Niggas die. And the world and life goes on. That proves that nobody in this world is important. I don't care about these celebrities. Although, by the way, rest in peace to uh, Terry Funk. Hardcore legend of professional wrestling. And another sad and just crazy mindfuck. Rest in peace to Bray Wyatt, the wrestler known as Bray Wyatt, WWE. I mean, I knew he was going through a lot of shit, and I'm not here to speculate on what the situation was that caused his untimely, just unnecessary demise. But Jesus, all the legends, man, 
You had uh, New Jack. New Jack died like three or four years ago, I think. You had Iron Sheik. He died, what, over a month ago, I think. Terry Funk, another legend. And it's like Bray Wyatt was just too, just way too young. Didn't have enough footing in the game. He could have been, I mean, realistically, for how they used him and how the crowd was reacting to him, he could have easily, and I know this is a, a tough thing for wrestling fans to process, but he could have easily became the next Undertaker. Straight up. But whatever, whatever they decided to do, however they decided to use him, that being WWE, he kind of was just always, he was there, but he wasn't really present. And I, I guess that tying into, uh, I don't know the dude's real name, Luke Harper, him dying, him passing away, and they were close. So I know it was some, if you know, I, and let me, just forgive me for saying it, but I'm just going to go out there and say it. It's probably some suicidal shit. That's probably what it was. Suicide, without a doubt. Anyway, let's continue. Where's that village? You're destroying, they're allowing you to destroy your own village, your own community. That's who's going to suffer from this? You. You're the ones that's got to live there. You're the ones that's going to suffer. And I said, here, here at the beginning, what the guy said, I'm going to talk to the National Guard. I said in my first video, eliminated. I'm like, it's only come eliminated. I don't know how long it's gonna take. They bring them niggas in. They bring those niggas there. It's over. Y'all ever wonder why, when things were happening under Donald Trump, like for example, I don't know, the riots that were taking place, they all blamed Donald Trump for the situation. Where's the blame for Joe Biden? When it comes to these niggas looting the Walmarts and all that shit. And they ain't they ain't really doing no act they ain't really enforcing shit, so it's a free for all. What are they doing? You ever wonder where the people that were criticizing Trump, the riots that were taking place, property damn near centers and statues being destroyed, vandalized. Now these folks remain silent when it comes to um, this situation where Joe Biden, Joe Biden, of all people, under Joe Biden, under, of all people, Joe Biden, even Barack Obama, I would be confident to say if Barack Obama was president during this time, he would deal with a lot of crit- criticism because of this situation. Now, Biden's in the driver's seat. Biden's in the driver's seat. And the only thing that he's dealing with is his own corruption. And, and the people, the problem is the people that are trying to get him impeached, they don't have the authority Versus a president who's already using the Departments of Justice to hand off these indictments. Well, some of them, not all of them. So you already see, like, it's it's unfair. It's uneven. Everything seems to be uneven.
And I think in this situation where you see, because before it's like the situation in Atlanta where they had all those folks go out there and, and burn shit and destroy things. And everybody, including myself, thought that these were blacks, niggas. I'm black. I thought they were black. Come to find out these were all country bunking whites. No disrespect to white people, but these these folks sure as hell looked country. Plus, we in Atlanta, down south, you know what I mean? So it's around that territory. One when they found out, let me tell y'all how quick mainstream media switched this shit up. Because because it did not help their cause. So by them going out there and putting these like and really crucifying these white folks, it would kind of destroy their narrative because they were Antifa anyway. They're on their team. They're the radicals. Now, if this was a group of blacks, oh, well, come on. They'd have had a field day with these niggas. But in Chicago, not in Chicago, in Atlanta, when they found out it was all white people. That was like a cold case. They ripped that shit up. They ripped that article up. They never mentioned it again. It's almost like the situation with the black cops, all the black cops. Did they shoot? Did they kill a a black person or some shit? I think all these black cops killed uh, one black man and shit. And then these retarded ass black folks out here calling these uh, black cops white supremacists. Y'all a bunch of stupid, illiterate, retarded, illogical ass niggas. Y'all niggas are a fucking disgrace to black people. Let me just be the first to say that. And this goes with all these niggas out here looting, going into Walmarts and shit, taking shit, going into Gucci store, taking shit, and just leaving. Y'all making all of us look bad by being niggerish. Sick of it. First you push, it's going to come to shove. You know what they say? Pressure bust pipes. National Guard. Martial law. I said it. And you see things slowly coming into works. People like one, one people like me call it out, or other people like myself, we get called names. You a seller. Why are you talking about black people? Why are you talking about this? Why are you saying that? Why are you cooning, bro? Why are you cooning, bro? Why are you tap dancing, bro? All these niggas, they out here fucking bunch of fucking frauds. Talking about a talking about the next black man is cooning. What the? Y'all niggas is really out here. I want y'all to understand, right? <coughs> Roland Martin was really out here dancing with Hillary Clinton. And you talking to, and and this is the same fat Alvin from the chipmunk looking nigga that's going to talk about conservative blacks. I'll slap the shit out of you. Y'all niggas are the ones that selling out, tap dancing and doing all that shit. Doing the Watusi and all that shit, all right? <laughs> These fucking black liberal mess. Despicable. What a mess. Yeah, all these people, right? And I like arguing with these so-called black um these uh black, not even black, Afrocentric, because I'm black. You know, I represent. I don't represent the black, but I'm the black. All right, and they're dealing with the wrong black. I don't take that shit 
all these fucking so-called Afrocentric Negroes, they sitting around and they talking about, you know, Barack Obama was the best thing we had. And just this brainwashed garbage. I'm looking at these niggas like, what? Barack Obama. What? So then I then I simply asked, what has Barack Obama done for you? Not even black people, but for you personally, what has he done? And he just looked at me. Just blank face, nothing. So I'm like, where where is your where does your idolatry come from? Where does your idolatry come from? Where 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 is his Messiah God complex that has you brainwashed Negroes supporting and marching and doing all this other goofy shit like it's the 1960s? What is it? Nigga ain't do shit for you. You know he ain't do shit for you. Trump did shit for you. You don't even realize it. Or, you know, you just listen to mainstream media. They ain't. They're not willing to tell you the truth. Reparations. Here it is, reparations. If you you think in your mind, if you deserve reparations, do you honestly think this is the way to go? You're destroying your own community, your own neighborhood. How sad. I mean, then again, that is kind of a, that would be a, a somewhat strategic but stupid strategy where you destroy your own community so these people would have to rebuild and have to put money back in, but that's if they choose to. I mean, trust me. How do you think Detroit got to the way it got? Shout out to Detroit. How do you think Detroit got the way that it got? Where you have businesses and factories and everybody in the area was working at these factories. They all stayed local, made money, kept the money local. It's economics, nigga. Like, that's all. When you take away... Trenton, Trenton, New Jersey, the steel mills, the factories and all that. Once once they took those things out. The city, the the city declined, man, everybody knows that. And I'm not even that old enough to remember those fucking factories being there, but it's common sense. That me, it's like me saying I want reparation, but you know what? I'm going to burn my house down. Retardation. Who got to live in that house? I do. I do. Should I allow you to destroy your community? They have bigger things in the play. Don't sit there and think that this allowing you to do this just because, you know, they want to be soft on crime. No. It's, it's a bigger picture being played here, but you're too slow to see it. Mm. You're too caught up in the, oh, I could, I could take this and just walk right up. You're too caught up in that. Cook up. No, when things hit the fan, cook up. You can only blame yourself. Cook up. If you don't know what martial law is, <laughs> you yeah. better go look it up. Definitely look up martial law. Listen, man, I knew about I knew about all this. Look, man, just drop science real quick. Hold up. Make sure my Ray-Bans is on properly. Okay, got the Ray-Ban sunglasses. <laughs> all right, anyway. <laughs> Martial law, I knew about martial law back when Alex Jones was talking about this shit. And I was watching, I was watching Alex Jones like every day. Sometimes when I go to work, 
I'll get like, cause I'll listen to him every two days. And the reason why I listen to him every two days is because one of his episodes is like three hours and 30 minutes. So I would take two of his episodes, which would be what? Seven hours. And I would listen to that for like my, for my job and shit. And then when I go on break, I would mention a few things from Alex Jones because Alex Jones, like he's underground, like he's low key ahead of the curve, right? There's only a few of us that kind of know about what's taking place. It's not that it's not even personally predicting anything. It's just making, you know, a strong assumption, a strong assumption, not a prediction like this is likely to happen. And then all of a sudden it happens. Martial law is a bit different. I remember a, uh, this is a conspiracy. I, w- I will say that this is a conspiracy theory. So put on your tinfoil hat. But I have heard that for years, they've been creating these uh, plastic coffins. And there's footage of it. Thanks to Alex Jones and uh, Infowars.com, Infowars, Alex Jones Radio, um, Alex Jones Radio. Um, there were plastic coffins being being built, and this was footage from roughly 2012, 2013. And they were creating these plastic coffins, and this whole conspiracy of they're creating concentration camps. No disrespect to the Jews. All right. But they were creating these low-key FEMA camp, concentration camp type of ordeals and all this other crazy shit. And one of the areas that they would use to just lock down everything, and because it's an area that would naturally come with trucks, which would be easy to transport such individuals to their locations, would be Walmart. Martial Law. Walmart, Wall, Backwards, Law, Mart, Marshall. Y'all, y'all see where I'm going, right? So there's this <laughs> crazy. It's a crazy conspiracy. I know. Keep your tinfoil hats on. But it, it's, uh, it's worth mentioning. I don't know. Do some research as a homework. But hey, I'm going to continue with the video. And this other video, I used to work for this company. It's was, not was Michelle, but this one is giant. It's the same. That's a different branch. Foods. All right. Yeah. I used to work. I was a manager. I worked for that company for about 19 years, and I did hear in the works that they were closing some stores, even in, even on Long Island, that where I live. Strong they Island. Closing some stores because there was too much shoplift. Long Island, Strong Island. Damn, they got legends from Long Island, man. Ob and Anthony's from Long Island, I think. I know Anthony's definitely from Long Island. Shout out to Anthony Cumia. Um, Strong Island, I mean, shit. Uh, Public Enemies from Long Island, I think. Um, there's a couple of other rappers that are from Long Island. Very few of them represent Long Island like that. They used to call it Strong Island, which is why I'm making the reference. But uh, a lot of legends come out of Long Island. You can't keep up with it. 
four-year-old daughter with me, uh, to have to walk through a group of uh, people and to have to say, excuse me, um, just to go shopping, uh, it makes no sense at all. Residents uncomfortable just going grocery shopping in their own D.C. neighborhoods. Of course. Concerns that some in DC, of and you're in D.C., District of Columbia, right? Washington, D.C., D.C., D.C. How can we be in a country? And really think about this, because I really want you all to understand where we're at right now. How can the nation's capital be riddled with crime? in an area where the White House is at and they're making moves for the entire country. Do y'all ever question that or, or is it just me? I don't know. Of all places, even places surrounding, shout out to B-more, shout out to Baltimore, riddled with crime, right? D.C. is like a hop, skip, and a jump away. And what are they doing in their area? They got federal government. They got federal government flooded in D.C. I can guarantee there is a tsunami of glowies in D.C. Drop, drop a piece of trash on the ground and see if a fucking federal agent doesn't fucking tackle you and tase you. Lock you up. <laughs> but dead ass, man. They got federal agents in D.C. And at the same time, you just have an epicenter. You just have a... You have pretty much a a nuclei, a nuclei of destruction, chaos, violence, neighborhood terrorism. Could actually pack up and close. And that father you just heard from shared his concerns with Seven News last month. Today, one council member now is speaking out in an effort to try and keep that particular store open. And this one is critical because it sits right in the middle of a food desert. There are only a few full service grocery stores in this part of the city, and losing one could be devastating. Our Nick Minot caught up with the council member Trayon White at the Giant on Alabama Avenue and is making these concerned voices heard. Nick? Yeah, he is. Trey Ann White says Giant told him this gro giant grocery store in Southeast D.C. has lost half a million dollars in product accounting for 20 percent. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up. N-word, N-word. One more time. N-word, N-word, N-word. N word. That's like <laughs> it's like the uh, the footage and shit. Uh, all the people just running around and shit, taking shit. It's the only thing you hear. N word. N word. N word. You know what I mean? Terrorizing half a million dollars in stolen merchandise. What a mess. What the? <laughs> what a mess. Oh. I'll do the shoplifting. Oh, God. Today, this giant has had at least 135 stops from people stealing from the store. N word. And they're almost double that amount that didn't get stopped. N word. And so I want to speak to the community today as the leader of this community. D.C. City Council Member Trayon White spoke out about the high rate of shoplifting at this giant grocery store on Alabama Avenue Southeast. It's one of only four major grocery store locations east of the Anacostia River. Alabama Avenue. That's some country shit. I know Jersey don't got an Alabama Avenue. 
I don't even think New York got an Alabama Avenue. What the? And if this store closes its doors, White warned the impacts would Alabama be devastating Avenue. and create a food desert for some D.C. residents. A month ago, 7 News showed you how ANC commissioners and the community gathered at the giant location to speak out about their concerns that this store may leave their community if safety doesn't improve. Live for us in Silver Spring, uh, it's gotten really bad stuff. It has, and he says they're not closing just yet, but they are issuing warnings. In fact, Sharin, as we were on air during the 5 o'clock show talking about this issue, D.C. police and the fire department were responding to a stabbing at a giant supermarket. We do have a live picture of the scene there. This is Park Road Northwest and the giant store there. It's this type of violence and the theft crimes that has the company president warning the community that something needs to be done. Irocrest, uh, excuse me, told me that they're spending tens of of millions of dollars to address crime at their stores over the past few years and that the costs keep escalating. N-word. It makes me feel like uh, I live in a different world than where we used to live. I mean, used to be you could go to any place you wanted to go and you could feel safe and go shopping, do whatever you need. Now you gotta watch over your shoulder. I love Giant. I come here all the time. I like their products. When you come to a store... I'm cutting up. I'm sorry, man. I'm cutting up. I'm cutting up. But they out, they out there cooning, bro. Nigga sit back talking about what's cooning all this shit. Nigga, that's cooning. You going in Walmart. You going through Walmart. At all places, Walmart. And yeah, I know. I'm somewhat of a hypocrite. Because I brought up the, the whole rioting situation three years ago. And these motherfuckers... We're all fucking uh, going through Philadelphia, Walmart and shit. But it was everybody. Whites. It was mostly niggas, though. Whites, blacks, Hispanics, a few Asians. Man, women, they just breaking through shit, running through Walmart, coming out with televisions, coming out with fucking game consoles, coming out with computers, laptops, coming out with furniture, coming out with nightstands. Uh, coming out with, with fucking groceries all in the carts out of pocket but for the sake of being able to see it take place it was very entertaining I hate to say it but it was very entertaining to see you need to be able to feel free and safe to come so I don't think it's just Giants problem I also think it's the law enforcement and those that make the law that was a customer there at the Silver Spring store here talking about uh, how he views some of the issues and the way it has to be addressed. The giant president, I request, he tells Fox 5 that they've had to increase security at some stores, uh, lock up products, and close certain entrances at their stores trying to address the crime along with employee customer safety. And the president says that his company is working with police, but police already have their hands full with shootings and carjackings. A big problem, he says, is the lack of punishment. What the N word, N word, N word, N word. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we would deal with, we would deal with the shopping, the shoplifting situation, but we got carjackings and niggas being shot at to deal with to prioritize. 
And these people are leaving. They saying, fuck, the, fuck these communities. We out. They already doing that in Walmart. Well, not they doing that. I think they already did that in Walmart in Chicago, if not some other place. Or somewhere near uh, Chicago, Illinois, or in that area. So they already they already saying, like, look, these niggas can't behave. We're taking our product away from these niggas. They're going to have to travel to another location that's going to be 50 plus miles away. You you feel me? Because that's kind of like how in my area, that's how Walmarts are. They're pretty much like at max. At max, you're going to probably ride like 50 miles, like from where one Walmart is at to another in this area, probably 23 miles. Ain't that bad at all, right? In other areas, is different. If you take away, because Chicago's big, so if you take away the urban areas, the shopping centers in the urban areas, it's it's going to be bad for them. But then again, they've been setting themselves up for, for failure from the beginning, voting Democrats. Voting Democrat. Now you got your city turned into a fucking sanctuary city. Just a bunch of hooligans taking over your streets and communities. So that more eyes are on the product and, and more is being done to address things evenly. The Landover-based company has about 165 stores. A few shoppers tell us they feel the burden should be on everyone to address this. We're not a bank. We don't have vaults. You know, and I don't want to create an environment where everything is locked up in the stores. Oh, well, but you got, I do not see today. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, he knows, you know that he knows. Just know that. You know that he knows. So just know that. He ain't dealing with that shit if he don't got to. He just leave, he'll just leave the area. Leave the area, go somewhere else, go to build another location and the next around the area, way away from them. And that's how it's going to have to be. But it's the it's the people that aren't getting involved with that shit that are the ones that are going to suffer. You see what I mean? It's the senior citizens who are not able to go to the Walgreens because niggas destroyed it. Or the 85-year-old who lives around the corner from the Dollar General and goes there every once in a while because, you know, she's too old to drive around. And, you know what I mean? People aren't considerate like that. So that's why I don't like a lot of people. Realistically, I don't like a lot of people. Black, white, I don't give a fuck what race you are. If I don't like you, I don't fucking like you. You know what I mean? That's not even, like, that, that, that to me, that's just, like, common sense. 
You know what I mean? Why why act as if you're something else to someone just to try to take advantage of? Them? To me, to me, I would just I would just look at it. Uh, I would look at it more respectful if I would I would look at it more respectful if a person was just outright trying to sneak me or trying to cross me rather than somebody who's going to act like there's something that they're not to try to catch me off guard. You see what I mean? But that's how people are, man. Snakes. Despicable. Then now when these people leave, they leave the communities and they go, well, these folks are racist. No, they ain't. They just don't want niggas fucking up their shit. They want niggas buying their shit. They don't want niggas fucking up their shit. You buy the product, you can do whatever the fuck you want to the product, as long as you buy the product. It's how the economy usually worked, or used to work, I should say. <clears throat> Nowadays, I, I'm not really so sure how Biden, what was it, Bidenomics? <clears throat> That's what they call it. Bidenomics, this fucking lowlife, retard piece of shit. Bidenomics. Only in America, man. What a fucking joke. Only only in America, man. Look at look at look at our economy right now, right? <clears throat> First of all, look at the division, which I believe the a division should be and is necessary in a country. <clears throat> Whether that division is through ideology or practicology, right? There is a divide. There is a group of people who believe in one thing. Then there's a group of people who believe in another thing. Whether you want to look at it as people who are quote-unquote religious or people who are quote-unquote atheists, right? There is some form of divide in this country and I find it to be necessary <clears throat> I find it to be logical if everybody just pretended that everyone was the same who the fuck would we be we would we would just be trying to emulate one another instead of genuinely being ourselves so this whole diversity bullshit is all bullshit because the country is already diverse there's already enough people in this fucking country and enough different cultures within this country. Y'all want to get rid of flags, change the flag. Y'all can get the fuck out. See what I mean? I'm sick of this shit. I've heard blacks, we black folks, count on blacks, right? Always count on the blacks for this shit. I heard some one shit, a bunch of black bitches, they talking about the American flag is racist or some or some stupid shit. I'm just looking, I'm saying to myself, what? I mean, like, really? Seriously? How could some, that would be like living, that would be like somehow being a black person and living through Nazi Germany and hating the flag, but also from for some reason, you have the access to leave the country, but you stay in the country. You just hate the flag. Or you think the flag is racist, which, of course, you know, the swastika, the 
you know, Germans. That that's racist. The uh, Stars and Stripes, no, no. The Stars and Bars, maybe. That's Confederate flag for those who don't know. Nicknames the flags and shit. Okay, maybe the Stars and Bars, like you know, the Confederate flag does you know rub people the wrong way. I could give two fucks about it. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying for the sake of history, it's good to know about it. History is very important. You almost have to look back. You almost have to be able to look back to realize where you're going, but never get lost in the thoughts of going back. You grasp, you learn things from those uh, events in the past and you use that to move forward. You don't sit back and go back to the last relationship and talk about how you missed the person and how you wish things were different. All, all that bullshit fuckery. Fuck all that corny shit, right? Fuck all that corny shit. What I'm saying is you go back and you learn maybe some of the maybe the way that you acted or maybe the things you tolerated from the woman either or and just take responsibility for it have no emotion from it but only have perspective only gain something never lose something for going back when you go back you always lose time because you have only but time going forward let me stop because i'm going too deep hey anything occurring which is going to significantly impact positively the escalation that's occurring. Seven News is asking the mayor and MPD what changes have been made since then to help. The mayor's office sent Seven News a statement that said Mayor Bowser is leading conversations with stakeholders to discuss public safety. Meanwhile, Giant has hired security. But Trayon White says more <laughs> needs to be done. We also learned that Giant and his leadership has spent over $300,000 in security. But did that, that did not derail or did you gotta look I said it's it's common sense it's a mixture of logic and and numbers economically and mathematically losing half a million right it's 500,000 by the way kids losing 500,000 and then going I'm gonna hire 300 thousand dollars worth of security has to be the most dumbest thing I've heard. It's the dumbest strategy. Y'all niggas is going to lose and and y'all going to continue to lose money and I'll laugh about it. I don't feel sorry for these corporations. I believe in capitalism, but to an extent, I'm a very complex man. I'm not a capitalist or socialist. I'm not a socialist. I know that. But I'm also not a a capitalist necessarily either. But I understand capitalism a little bit more than socialism. And more or less, it's effects. It's it's effects and it's longevity versus socialism. Socialism never really had longevity. Here today, gone tomorrow, socialism. Capitalism and with a lot of these businesses, they kind of rape and rob the workers. And I'm kind of against that. So when it comes to the socialist 
way of thinking. I'm kind of with them on that on that end. But other than that, I'm completely opposite of them. For one, they chose to work. Okay, they're going to have to work. They sign contracts. Them niggas going to have to perform. Fuck them. It's not like y'all were forced into bondage. Y'all ain't building the fucking... Y'all not building the temple in the fucking pyramids of Giza. So uh, y'all ain't really doing much. They hire all those fucking um, different people anyway. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They dip their hands right into that diversity bag. They go directly into wokeism, multi multiculturalism, and all this other bullshit and different terminologies and different way of words that they use. They do all that goofy shit. So they hire all the, you know, those people. You understand? And... Now look, y'all, y'all got a bunch of weak people. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't doing nothing. Ain't, ain't nobody willing to die to protect their place of work. They're not financially taking care of them like that. And the workers' mind, they're saying, "Hey, man, y'all just keeping the lights on. I'm not risking my neck for none of that shit. That's not in my my job description." Now, in my job description, if I can carry an AR-15 assault rifle. A, a fucking 357, a Desert Eagle, a fucking P90, just a flex, quick flex, <laughs> quick, game over. Oh, somebody was trying to rob the bank, somebody was trying to rob the cash register, oh, somebody was robbing a woman, not anymore, close casket, bring the meat wagon, put it on ice, it's done. But they don't, they don't want, they... They fear what they fear the most is I'm talking about white liberals. They fear white folks with guns, but they don't they don't believe in the things that black people believe about white people with guns. When white people when white people have guns, it's like it's a different it's a different narrative. Right. The same people that claim to be against guns. These are high political figures. They're being escorted around with people with guns. So it's almost like they shoot themselves in the foot quite literally with that alone. And their hypocrisy, like you can point it out on so many levels. It's 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 like you can't ignore it after a while. It's like, yo, I'm sick and tired of hearing this shit. Now when you got niggas looting and shit and the people ain't trying to protect it, they had some shit mall cops, I think in one of the stores, they ransacked. The mall cops just stood there. I think one was calling the police. And, they, and the one guy was saying, they're calling the police on y'all. It was like 12 of those niggas. They was out there emptying the store. They're calling the police on y'all. The police are coming. N-word. 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 Them niggas don't give a fuck. They cleaning the store out. They got a getaway car somewhere. Like it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. Heavily organized. All right. From the people stealing. In fact, the, the, the regional manager told us the people who had stuff in their cars walking straight through the door. Bingo. I assume it. Straight through the door. Eliminate. But taken from their stores, really taken from yourself. Eliminated. And taken from I your said that. We are home to a lot of. And taking from your community. 
you're taking away the opportunity, the possible opportunity of the next person that lives right down the street, that lives right next to you from getting items. This is this is this is class A cooning. This is cooning. What's cooning? This is cooning. They're not cutting a rug, but they acting up. They they tap they're not tap dancing, but they acting up. They cooning, man. And they literally selling their communities out. Senior citizens <laughs> and elders, we have to eat at this store. There you have it, guys. I said that the same exact things he said. I said it in my in my previous videos. You're only doing this to yourself. If you think you're doing something that you think you're gaining off of, no, that affects your whole community. Everybody that you know, your family, your mother, your cousin, your uncle, that affects everybody across the board. That's what I'm saying. Where this type of mentality is coming from? Then you hear the guy said, carjacking, shootings, all of that stuff is going on at the same time. Yes. Cool. Those are ones that enforce the laws Cooning. and make the laws yeah. needs to be held accountable. Like how you like like the guy said in the car. He had never seen times like this. He like, oh, he never, he never told you the same times like this. Me neither, and I'm young. <laughs> I have never seen nothing like this. <laughs> Unfortunately, I've seen shit like this before, so I don't, you know. I may come off as a, a bit cold about these subjects, but I've seen this shit happen, so it ain't that big of a deal. You know, for me, for me, it ain't that big of a deal. Um, if I can look back, there was a Black Friday, and I was going to the store, and I had to get everything, but the thing was, everybody was rushing and shit, I pre-ordered all my shit online and I had them niggas hold my shit. You feel me? Like that's 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 what you that's what y'all gotta do. Y'all falling off. Y'all can catch all the sales and shit like a day or two before the shit come out and then have everything pre-ordered. So they hold your shit. Like y'all y'all niggas is falling off. Anyway, I go into the store. Matter of fact, it was a Best Buy. And I was in Mount Laurel. New Jersey. Go to this Best Buy. I walk in, right? And uh, everything is fucking destroyed. There's still things there, but you could tell, like, these motherfuckers were animals. And it is, and, 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 and like I said, this has nothing to do with race because all the people that go into Best Buy, that this, these are whites. White college kids. Um, middle-aged, sort of like half middle-aged demographic, other half college white kids running through shit. I'm walking in. I have everything pre-ordered. I walked in, man. Guy tried, guy tried to come up to me and was like, yeah, you, I mean, hopefully you got everything you you see, you're set to one because you can see our store right now, man. And, uh, you know, these guys just came in and rummaged through things. And I'm like, look, man, I got a pre-order and it's kept walking. You feel me? Fuck out of my face. You chose that job. You see, like, I don't feel bad for those people. Because if they had the opportunity, they just take advantage, too. That's the thing about people. We look at criminals and we look at, like, quote unquote, bad people. And we don't realize that given the opportunity or desperation or whatever situation that that person is going through, we would be capable of the same shit. 
probably worse. Something to think about. And I've been living in America for what, 26, 27 years. I have never seen anything like this. Never. What do you think going to happen when you give, when you give um, pretty much no type of punishment for crimes for criminals? <laughs> you hear the word criminals? What do you think is going to happen? Who is making these laws? Judge, jury, who, where, like, where do you think this was going to make sense? And we said, Maryland, you have to be at least um, $1,500 for it to be considered a felony. $1,500? Ridiculous. That is ridiculous. And I worked it. So everything they saying is the truth. I watch people literally. So I, I, worked, I worked the overnight shift. Cool. Early in the morning, oh, cool. trying to walk out with cool. something that's full of seafood, chicken, Coonin. That nigga says seafood and chicken. Coonin. You alright? Y'all heard that? Coonin. Nigga still... Oh, I'm done, bro. I can't do this. <laughs> Niggas got shrimp and chicken wings. Pocket and shrimp and chicken. I'm done, man. I can't do it. What? Detergents? I mean... Detergents! <laughs> Detergents. Like, like, where do you feel that comfortable Cooling. to just stack your card up? And word. That would were like about six hundred dollars. And you got seafood and all that stuff was expensive. And word. And walk right out the front door. And not word. even no type and of word. guilt. Nothing. Brazen. That's bold. And word. That is scary. Think about how scary that is. And word. And I said in my other video, when you do this in the community and save that, save that arm, um, try and close down. No, you gotta, if you're from that community, no, you gotta travel to the next one. Niggas which could be like bro. 30, 40 minutes away. Cooning. So you're in the long you run, done. man. You're you taking the bus. Y'all niggas, y'all niggas taking the bus. Hopefully. Y'all trying to go to Walmart in the future. Hope y'all niggas got a bus pass. You travel to the next area where Walmart's at. On a bus, you paying about five fifty to six dollars for that bus ride. I think. Just estimating. Probably less, but then again, probably more today. Who knows? God knows I haven't took a bus in years. I don't plan on it. Yourself and your own people. And then they want to talk about racism. Then they want to talk about we being oppressed. Who is doing this? Who is doing all the shoplifting in the area? In the majority of that area is black. Cooning. Out there, out there cooning. Tap dancing. You're doing this to yourself. But somehow they always try to blame somebody else. No. You're the ones that's responsible. This, this. They, they doing the electric slide in the electronic department, stealing TVs and shit. Niggas is out here. <laughs> I don't care. That's funny. Niggas. <laughs> Niggas. <laughs> Niggas out there having breakdance competitions at the electronic department for the PlayStation 5. Niggas is crazy, man. <laughs> this shit is off the hook, man. It's just common sense, man. And it's just sad that the elders have to pay for the sins of what the younger ones are doing. And some of the older ones are doing it, too. Cool. People that depend on... They get stuff there. You know, they got the pharmacy there. People got to get their, um, their medicine, prescriptions. What if they close that one? Now you got to travel all the way to the next one just to get your prescriptions. You know what they said? It's barely any type of food stores there. It's like four. Four. One close, what you got? 
And this is another one close, you got two. Then what? People don't think in the long run of the consequences when you do things like this, man. People, we gotta wake up, man. It, just, it has to stop. It has to be a stopping point. And all of this, this started, let's be honest. All this right here started in when? George Floyd. Let's see who gets in the comment section. George Floyd. I mean, ah, George Floyd. 2020, BLM, Black Lives Matter. Well, where, where are they right now? Well, technically, yes. I was looking for more in a, of an event that caused all of it, which I would say George Floyd. Um, But, yeah, I mean, BLM, sure. But I connected the dots from the beginning, if you guys paid attention. I mentioned BLM in the beginning, how they were talking in Chicago and how the woman's son was dead and say his name and they all yelled his name. That's all BLM shit. I picked that out. I picked that shit out from the gate. Just saying. Where are they? They're the ones that started this. They condoned this type of behavior. They condoned it. Then you got these black mayors, governors, condoning the side. They're making excuses. Vote them out. Get somebody else in there. I don't care left or right, but get somebody else that you know will try to do something to stop this from happening. Welcome. Ain't gonna be nobody on the left. It happen. Somebody gotta stop it. Ain't gonna, gonna be gonna nobody. This type of behavior. I, I know. It ain't nobody. And I'm about to end this. I'm about to end it on that note. There ain't nobody who is a Democrat who is really trying or even attempting to solve the issue. In fact, they will continue to baby and pander to these people. They know election time's coming up. They losing the black vote. I'm telling y'all, the Democrats is going to take a nosedive. Y'all going to see shit that you would have not imagined happening in at least 50 or 60 years. Where the, everything is just flipped. You're going to see a lot of whites. They're pandering to blacks. They're being more liberal. There's only but a few true conservative whites out there who I honestly respect. Uh, but everybody else are liberal. Blacks are liberals. I, I can't respect them either. So fuck that whole race shit. Because we, we can talk about race all day, but, you know, people still have different opinions and different views on things. And I, re, I refuse to be categorized or placed in the box from thought and appearance rather than from characteristics and beliefs. But other people, they, they, they need that, they need that racial momentum in order to move forward. Do they ever move forward? No, not really. Unfortunately, no. They're stuck somewhere. Some are stuck in slavery. But their slavery is all mental, psychological slavery. They view themselves as slaves. And because they view themselves as slaves, even if people view them as higher, they still have that that lack of self-esteem to begin with. So they'll always view themselves as slaves and peasants. Even if they have something, even if they are, quote unquote, prominent people. 
So even even that that whole belief of being black, meaning being oppressed or or this idea of, you know, every black person is just struggling to survive. You know, or every or through media, every black person is connected to crime or criminality or whatever the fuck these people can come up with to stir up a conversation, divide and conquer, whatever the fuck they choose to use. The people today, the blacks, the blacks, conservatives, they're more like, nah, we ain't we ain't with that shit. We know what's going on. We know what y'all doing. We know why you're doing it. And we're not participating. And, you know, I'm proud. And I'm not usually proud of much. Because I don't want to be prideful of anything. But I'm proud to be in that space, or in that category of not being easily tricked, easily manipulated, easily hoodwinked, easily bamboozled. Right? But to each his own, that's all I can really say. We got a whole bunch of shit left to go through um, for this weekend or at least the next two days. Um, I want to run through them real quick. Just so you guys know where we're at here. I had to make sure everything else was closed down. All right, everything else is closed down. It's already 1.16, so this is technically an afternoon show, but I also shared something this morning from last night, so I technically did upload today. So that's a good thing. Um, we got women are faking their deaths, and that's that's from uh, AJ's Rants and Reactions. We got, we got uh, Trump epstein uh, Tucker Carlson, a little snippet, a little, a little clip, a 12 minute, 23, uh, second clip from the Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump interview, which I might go through that later on. Um, and also we got a doc rich video, um, a judge that's going to pretty much something to do with Trump. Good news involving the whole indictment situation or something like that. But we got a lot of things to go through in the future. But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel signing out. Peace.